0: He had left, actually, Hinduism. He disagreed with two of the tenets, major tenets that they had, and started Buddhism. And so with it, it was because it was different. He's not saying, a Buddhist would say, oh, it's all the same. Now, there's a lot of overlap in Hinduism and Buddhism, but they're different and very distinct. And so with each and every one of them, they're distinct. So somebody that says, uh, you know, I don't know the same. Don't we all go to the same place? I always respond. Yes, we do. I'm glad I'm not going there. But anyways, there's, there's all these different roads and all these different things, but there's 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 truth and there's, there's not. But he's screaming here. And it's perfectly fine if you walk away and say, that is an absolute lie. that That's a category to be able to say because it's either an absolute lie or it's absolute truth of, of what he's communicating here. See, to be able to kind of pretend like all religions are, are the same is—it just becomes all in this pot of nothingness. Seeing that reality and God, the divine, are remote and they're unknowable. And that neither Jesus or Buddha or Moses or Krishna can really uh, give us direct access to it. D. Wright said it this way, they all provide a way towards the foothills of the mountain, but not the way up to the summit. What we're looking for is a way up to the summit. Not one of us is looking for salvation. Just get me close. I'll take care of the rest, right? Just get me close. (laughs) He's providing a way, a path, the path, the way to the summit. I started this, and I thought it was pretty great. All worldviews can actually, we'd set in two different categories. We can put them in three categories, because somebody could say... Have you studied all religions of the world? If you haven't studied all religions of the world, how do you know yours is right? And so it's a good question. But with that, you can take all religions and actually put them in these three categories. Uh, The the, the first category being that only the universe exists. That would be naturalism. That would be atheism. And to where they just see the physical matter, things that you can see, all of that. So one, only the universe exists. And the two is only God exists. And the third one is both the universe and God exists, which would be Judaism and Christianity and Islam, the three the monotheistic religions there. If there only God exists, I would be more of the Eastern religions and everything is spiritual, nothing is physical, and, and looking at it that way. And so we see that they're, um, they're distinctly different. So as he said so far, I am the way. Next, I won't take as much time on the, the truth. Pretty simple he refers to Jesus as the source and power of the believer's resurrection and eternal life. And his great work in The Imitation of Christ, uh, Thomas, he was a cutie, Thomas A. Kempis, here's what he, here's what he says here. He was back during the late medieval, he was a Catholic monk, brilliant, brilliant mind. And he said this so beautifully of I am the way, the truth, and life. He said, without the way, there is no going. Without the truth, there is no knowing. Without the life, there is no living. I am the way which thou shouldest pursue, the truth which thou shouldest believe, and the life which thou shouldest hope for. That's good, and that's solid. No one comes to the Father except through me. Think of that first century. You don't come to a uh, saving relationship with God by the law, by the sacrifices, not by your religious practices, and not by an overthrow of your foreign oppressors, Rome. Well, at the time. Instead, Jesus himself is the channel through which people can have a relationship with God the Father and spend their eternity with him. Let me take us all the way back to the very beginning. Troubles, trials, let not your heart be shuddering, shaking. These troubles and trials, they're all part of life. But as they take place, that's when Christ whispers into our ears. He whispers amidst the darkness. And what he whispers to us is, don't let your hearts be troubled. He reminds us of that during those times. Trust in God, trust in me. Believe in Jesus to be your way and your truth and your life. See, this is the healing medicine for troubled hearts. Healing medicine for troubled hearts. Heaven then is a prepared place for a prepared people. I'll end with this, and we'll move into our uh, communion time. When I was a little guy, my brother Mark, he was probably in middle school, and uh, if you bought the frozen um, vegetables, uh, the Jolly Green Giant brand, right, and you kept the little uh, I don't know what a little box tops, whatever those things were, so he collected a ton of them, and he got a Jolly Green Giant kite. And I pictured it five, six feet tall. So I don't remember. I was a little guy. I was, everything was big to me because I was so small. But, but this thing had to be four, five, six feet at least. And then what he did is he went to the drugstore, as they called it in the day, and bought uh, a number of rolls. So him and his buddy Mark, what they came up with it was a very windy day, springtime. And they let it all the way out. And it was a big kite, so you can see it for a, a, a distance. And they very carefully tied on the next roll. Got that whole roll out. And I think they are getting on the third roll. And it was something that I remember is I, even though I couldn't see the kite anymore, you could see and feel the tug of the string. You could see it making kind of that bow up to it. And you could feel the tug. It's the same for you and I. We can't see. We don't have the advantage that Paul got and got to go up and peek into heaven. But you and I, as believers, we should be able to feel the tug. I guarantee this. You do feel a tug. And it's a tug to one of two places. To this world and all this world has to offer. And it's tugging you in its direction saying, I want you. And you feel the tug of the world or you feel the tug of heaven. I'm going to end right there. I'm going to invite up our ushers uh, to go back and get our communion ready and invite up our worship team Uh, during this time of uh, of communion.